1: Hi there, and welcome to RotoWire's NBA DFS podcast for Tuesday, February 10, 2017. Hoops fans, I'm Paul Bruno, and you know my work on hockey, baseball, and football podcasts at RotoWire over the last few years. I'm here to tell you that since starting work on this NBA basketball pod, I'm having a heck of a lot of fun with the round ball as well. Winning money on Fanduel in nine of my last eleven contests in Fanduel play. You can follow me at StatsMan22. Joining me on this NBA FanDuel preview podcast and enjoying a similar run of success is my co-host, Dan Bruno. Dan, let our listeners know about your Twitter handle and where to find your work on Rotowire's website.
2: Well, you can find my work on RotoWire's website on the NBA Game Previews and recap section, covering games daily there. And then if you want to follow me on Twitter for a little extra stuff, you can find me at dbrunoofficial. that's d-b-r-u-n-o-f-f-i-c-i-a-l. And yeah, that's correct. I'm enjoying quite a good run on FanDuel right now, and uh, winning cures. It feels good to win.
1: It certainly does. It beats whatever's in second place. I'll say that. Well, our friends at FanDuel want to tell you and our listeners, now that the NFL football season is done, that a new season of baseball is right around the corner. Don't get stranded on first base without a Rotowire subscription, and don't miss out on this great offer, folks. Make your first deposit on FanDuel today, and you'll get a free six-month Rotowire subscription. Go to fanduel.com slash Rotowire to claim it. You must be a new FanDuel user User in order to be eligible, users may only establish one account on Fanduel as well. That's Fanduel.com/RotoWire. All right, Dan, let's get back to basketball talk and begin by taking a look at tonight's schedule, which includes the three games in a thin slate.
2: Yeah, well, first we got uh, the Nets visiting Charlotte at 7 p.m., where the Hornets are a ten and a half point favorite with an over/under of 219. Then at 8 o'clock, you've got the Magic visiting Houston. Where there's another big favorite, where the Rockets are 11 and a half point favorites with an over/under of 223. Then perhaps the game of the night that to keep an eye on is coming at 8:30 when the Trailblazers visit Dallas, where Portland is only a one and a half game, one and a half point favorite with an over/under of 205. And remember, these teams faced off last Friday, where Dallas upset Portland in Portland. And uh, the rookie there, Yogi Ferrell, while he was still on a 10-day contract, hit 9 of 11 threes to lead the way over portland while damian lillard struggled on the other side of the ball so this is going to be an interesting game tonight to see if portland can uh, avenge that loss
1: yeah and making it difficult for them is the fact that lillard is a bit wonky and maybe a game time decision we'll get to that a little bit later when we address the point guards dan and uh, it's worth noting that dallas is in the second of back-to-back tilts on the schedule so they may be in a weakened state too Uh, lots of intrigue around that game as you suggested with a limited schedule like the one we see tonight, though, do you have any thoughts regarding Fanduel strategies or preferences?
2: Well, I mean, you're kind of forced into picking some serious value picks. you got to be right on with your value picks on a thin slate like this, because unlike some of the bigger nights, you can probably squeeze in, you can probably find nine guys who uh, are pretty surefire picks, but on a night like this, you're forced a little down into the bargain basement a little more, and... Uh, in some ways, you I do like you do like maybe increased odds in the sense that you're not betting against so many players. You it's a limited pool, so you have kind of a better chance of picking the right combination of guys. But uh, it's de- it definitely calls for a bit of a different look.
1: And it's a level playing field for all users in a thin slate and a big slate. It's just the strategy that you use, and it's kind of always neat to compare those. Well, let's begin taking a look at the position-by-position breakdown, as we usually do with the point guards. Uh, We see James Harden all alone at the top of the ladder here, uh, Dan, and he's priced in at $12,700. That's, by quick math, $3,800 more than the next guy in line. Are you on Harden tonight in the matchup against Orlando, or do you fade him?
2: Well, we're, if we're talking shooting guards first, I know James Harden's playing oh, the point, but yeah, FanDuel's right. got him lined up on the shooting guards here, so no problem to start there. And James Harden at twelve thousand uh, dollars, $12,700, quite a bit more than CJ McCollum or Nick Batum, who come in below him. Um, on a night like this with a thin slate, it's really tempting to put in a guy like this because if he does blow up, pretty much everybody who's got him is going to take the cake. But on the other hand... If you can avoid him and and use that to help you fill in the rest of your lineup with some more sure guys instead of having to go right down to some some wonky picks, then it, it could go both ways. So me personally, I'm I'm looking at fading Harden Harden tonight, also because I think Houston has a pretty good chance to to make easy work of Orlando, and I don't think Harden's going to need to go off to to save his team in this one. So I'm looking at fading him
1: tonight. All right. I'm, I guess I was so excited to see him at the top of the price list. He's top the uh, most expensive guy in the entire board tonight. So I was anxious to get your opinion. And we'll continue with the, the two position, and we'll get back to the ones in a minute. Next in the range, we got C.J. McCollum at $8,200. Let's take a look at him down to Evan Fournier at 5600 and all the guys in between. So 8200 down to $5,600. Dan, let's break it down.
2: Well, I like C.J. for a couple reasons. Um, one, if Lillard is not at 100%, even if he's playing the ball, will probably gravitate a little bit more to McCollum and he'll be the one looking to, to, uh, make the scores more often. And also I don't really think Dallas has a stopper at that two position. They've got Wesley Matthews is not a bad defender, but certainly not one to keep up with CJ McCollum as I think he put him on skates, the other game, (laughs) um, as they like to say. So at at $8,200, uh, I think C.J. McCollum is a pretty solid pick tonight, and, and so is Nick Batum coming in at 7400 I I kind of like those two in my lineup as opposed to Harden. I think I have a better shot at, at getting some big numbers with McCollum and Batum combined than just relying on Harden tonight. So Batum coming in at $7,400 against, as the, the Hornets host Brooklyn, I think uh, he can rack up some points pretty quickly early in the game. And... Um, and give you a good night and brooklyn hasn't been playing super terrible lately they've been they've been making some games out of their contests lately so there might not be a reason for batum to hit the bench early he might have to compete for for most of four quarters
1: well and a guy that i'll bring up is seth curry the other curry as, as we like to call him uh he's priced at sixty one hundred dollars and he's on the other side of that matchup where portland's uh, Uh, shooting guard situation Uh, you brought it to to the light and I I think Curry's worth talking about too he's produced very well in FanDuel play outstripping his FanDuel uh, season-long average of 20 points he's been uh, quite uh, consistently above that range and might be a nice play in this matchup tonight uh, at that price tag Uh, Let's dip below Fournier. Let's go to Eric Gordon down to $4,000. There's four names there. And maybe take us all the way down, Dan. What the heck? Let's go bargain hunting right now. Uh, We noticed that in this level, uh, Karis Levert uh, is with Brooklyn. He's priced priced at $4,400, but he's out with a knee injury. Other than that, uh, Jody Meeks also out with a thumb. So there's a couple of injury notes you've got to be aware of. C.J. Wilcox, a little bit further down the list, also game-time decision for Orlando uh, in that matchup against Harden and company. And he's priced at 3500 But other than that, there's a lot of other guys that are healthy and might be viable options this evening. Dan, take us through a few.
2: Well, Eric Gordon is probably a, a solid pick here if you're looking to spend big elsewhere and, and you've got to cut some prices down a little bit. He's still coming in at 5500 but he's probably about the surest pick you get below uh six thousand here so eric gordon is a candidate for sixth man of the year over there in houston and and uh he should be getting some good running against orlando again orlando's not the greatest defensive team and especially not on the perimeter so eric gordon could have a pretty good chance to fill it up tonight and then you've got uh, just below him at 4500 dollars. Uh, you got jeremy lamb Uh, hosting Brooklyn it might be a game where Jeremy Lamb gets some extended minutes if things do get out of hand there so those are two pretty decent picks but then if you're really bargain hunting I would say pretty much one of the the only legitimate uh selection I see here below four thousand dollars let's say is uh Alan Crabb Alan Crabb coming in at thirty five hundred dollars he he's had some big games for Portland lately and um He's about the most sure pick in, in, the, bargain, in the bargain basement on, at this position, other than maybe if you're looking at Sean Kilpatrick could have a big game. I, was just, look, I was
1: just going to bring him up, Dan. He's had two really nice games in a row. Brooklyn's a team that's been on the long end of some uh, pretty big, big scores of late a team that's not going anywhere in the playoff race but this might be a guy you take a flyer on just because of his recent production and and he's beginning a pretty good run the last two times out so at four thousand dollars uh pretty interesting option there all right let's get to the point guard positions that i skipped off the top and we'll take it to the top of the ladder where we see kemba walker leading a uh, leading candidate i guess with the wonky lillard up next with the ankle injury they're, they're the only guys that are priced even above seven thousand dollars are you on either one of these guys and their matchups this evening, Dan? I know Kemba Walker looks like he has a favorable one against Brooklyn, for instance.
2: Yeah, if Lillard is going to not be playing, I think you have to play Kemba Walker tonight. You need to get some decent production out of the point. So I think Kemba Walker has a pretty good chance to have a good, solid game tonight. Eighty-nine hundred dollars is a bit is a bit high. Uh, well, is the, is the highest point guard price tonight? And then and then if Lillard is going to play. I think that's an interesting pick because he really should be looking, given his competitive nature, he should be looking to make up for that last game where Portland got pretty much embarrassed by Dallas and, and Yogi Ferrell, a player who hadn't even been signed to an NBA contract yet. He, Ferrell, completely outperformed Lillard in that game. So, I mean, if Damian Lillard's going to be in the game tonight, I would be looking for him to make a pretty big statement uh in Dallas after Dallas embarrassed him on his home court. So at 8600 Lillard it's a tough call because again, you know, he's he's got the game time decision with the ankle and you never know how how much percent he's at if he's at 100%, if he's at 70% and what's that going to do to his minutes. But I think uh personality considered and and competitive factors considered I think Lillard could be a very good pick tonight
1: yeah this is an interesting quantity we we'll to spend a minute talking about it Dan just because Kemba Walker looks like the obvious choice and if you don't get on him and he has a big night you're really going to miss out and maybe the only guy that can deliver to that level is Lillard so it really affords you a tough decision if you take a pass on Walker or if you take him uh, it's a really tough call today just given the thin slate and the fewer options that are out there. So I like the fact that we spent a little bit of time talking about these guys and their respective situations. Let's drop down a little bit more uh, into the affordable ranges, let's say, from Alfred Payton at 6600 Of course, we know Jeremy Lin is out with a hamstring injury. Deron Williams is listed as a game-time decision with a toe at 6200 From there, we go into the Yogi Ferrells of the world. He's priced at $6,100, so uh, FanDuel's a believer in him right now, and I know you're probably liking him, but uh, give us your thoughts on Payton and Farrell and uh, some of the other guys down to let's say Patrick Beverly, the three of them let's take them
2: well if you were looking to take uh, the top price guys ac- across the rest of the board I mean Alfred Payton is is a is probably your one of your best gambles here on the point guard position just because he can have a massive night for you he can go off for 50 Fanduel points but he's pretty up and down he he follows up a 50 point game with maybe a 14 point game and it's just it it's, uh, it's an anomaly, a mystery what's going on with this guy. You never know what what uh, gear he's in. So, like I said, he's got a couple of 30, 40, 50 FanDuel point nights. And then, you know, his last game he came up with 13.6 in, in 26 minutes of action. Another night in 38 minutes of action he had only 17.9. So, um, I mean, not, I'm not a big believer in Alfred Payton for my fantasy basketball choices because... I, I really don't find him as somebody I can rely on. And, and for these FanDuel games, I really like to be as sure as I can about the the production that I'm going to get. So obviously there's lots of factors that come into play, but when you see a player's track record, and that itself is up and down, that adds to all the other things like, you know, potential injuries or ejections and stuff that you got to deal with. So I'm not a fan of Alfred Payton there, but somebody else might feel different. Whereas Yogi Ferrell, 6100 is a heck of a price tag for a guy who's pretty much one or two games into an NBA contract. And uh, But not to say that he doesn't deserve it. He's been playing great. Uh, he, he's one of the smallest guys out there on the court. I'm not sure how tall he is, but I'm quite certain it's under six feet. But uh, Isaiah Thomas has shown us that that's not a factor. But it, anyway, in Farrell's five games so far in the NBA, he's averaged over 20 Over 24 FanDuel points in each of those five games with a couple nights over 35, including one at 39. So he's definitely earned that price tag. And like I said, last time he lit up Portland and and this time he's at home and Maybe he can do it again. So Yogi Ferrell for sixty one hundred is a pretty good
1: go. Yeah, and I think when you compare him with the next guy down the list who's five hundred dollars cheaper, Patrick Beverly, what you're getting from him is point ranges in Van place plays in the range of twenty points per game, so he's been below his average for the season of late. I know he gets an interesting matchup with Orlando, but I still think Farrell might be the better bet by far when you compare him with Beverly on that list. Dan, let's go bargain hunting below J.J. Barea, who's out with a calf injury at $4,700. We're looking into the thir- less than 4000 range at a few names, that some of whom I, I got to admit, I don't know too much about. And I'm counting on you to see if there's a value play at all in this grouping. And uh, tell me what you think.
2: Well... This position, it, it's a tough one tonight. It's it's probably the thinnest position on the board tonight, especially given some of the injuries to guys like Darren Williams, who is p- most likely going to remain out. Same with J.J. Varela. We know he's out. So that leaves us with quite a f- thin uh, amount of options here. I mean, there's Devin Harris coming in at $3,600. He's a guy that the question with him is how many minutes is he going to get? Um, because when, when he gets big minutes, he can certainly put up big numbers. But his minutes... Uh, Thing is pretty spotted he's been around 20 for most of the season but uh he he missed a game a couple of games ago I'm not sure if that was an injury or, or what that was but uh he's coming in around 12 or 15 fan duel points a night so Devin Harris is probably one of your sh- most sure uh bargains here at the point guard otherwise you got to look at probably there's only two other guys who you can really legitimately choose from, which would be Isaiah Whitehead or DJ Augustine. And with both of those guys, again, it's kind of a question of how many minutes are they going to get? And are they going to have one of those uh, miraculous nights where they, where they go off for a, a big amount of fan duel points? I mean, Isaiah Whitehead has, has had a pretty solid streak going three games back from his most recent game. So he had three FanDuel points, five FanDuel points, and 12 in his last three games. But before that, he was on a pretty good streak of three in a row above 24 FanDuel points. So, I mean, and there there was a big minutes difference in those games too. So, I mean, Isaiah Whitehead and DJ Augustine are really your only... Um, legitimate bargain questions here other than Devin Harris so there's there's three guys in the point guard below four thousand dollars who you might want to look at but other than that you can pretty much forget about anyone else here
1: yeah I agree with that I think DJ Augustine is the one name that I was hoping you'd bring up and uh, I'd be ready to talk about him too we've seen him uh, a few times and he seems to always have that Clutch shooting eye in in place, so uh, at least you're going to get some points uh, from the points that he scores. Uh, he can also also distribute the ball, and it might be a, a good case to remind our listeners that RotoWire updates it updates their lineups every day based based on uh, information we get from all kinds of sources so be aware that one of these guys might sneak into the starting lineup in case of uh, any game time injury situation and that might position them to get a good run so be on top of that right up to the tip-offs in these games tonight as it is a thin slate a move like that can really swing things in your favor
2: well actually actually as you bring that up uh, it might it's worth definitely definitely worth noting that Isaiah Whitehead is the expected starter tonight in the Brooklyn game? So, if that makes any difference to you, that's a that's a, a big note there for Isaiah Whitehead.
1: So it's a great thing that we we didn't even practice that before we went on the air. See how good we are, folks. We're giving you right up to the minute and a good tip that comes to light right away. Uh, let's go over to the small forward position where there's nobody priced. Even above the seven thousand mark, Harrison Barnes at the top of the list for Dallas at sixty nine hundred dollars. He's a clear favorite in this field, thirteen hundred dollars above the next option, which is Trevor Ariza. Do you like either of these guys in their matchups over the rest of the field, Dan? Enough to make sure you jam one of them or or both of them into your lineups tonight?
2: Well, again, it's pretty. It's slim pickings here, too. Harrison Barnes again at the top of the board given by his uh, Fanduel fan duel salary he's he's the clear top player on this list um the thing is though with his production can be can be pretty up and down as well he hasn't been coming up with any real massive games um he's kind of on a downward trajectory over his last few his best game was 38 fan duel points about four games ago when when they faced off against cleveland other than that in his last three games he's averaging about 25 Fanduel points per game so, I mean, for $6,900, if if it's going to be the difference maker of you fitting in at another top guy elsewhere, I would say don't worry too much about trying to get Harrison Barnes in tonight because a guy like Trevor Ariza um, can certainly has pretty much just about the same, same chances as filling the stat sheet for you as, as a guy like Harrison Barnes, especially in a game like this where I think that um, Houston's not going to be... Desperate for points, and I think in those cases, James Harden is going to be passed first, and 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 uh, Trevor Ariza is going to be the main benefactor there, or one of them at, at least. So I think to, if you have to save that money, uh, you can be pretty comfortable with taking Ariza over Barnes. I would say.
1: Then to show you how thin this slate is, the next guy on the list is the guy that I'm really on, just because more of the matchup situation than anything else. And that's Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, who gets the visiting Nets and uh, homestanding Charlotte club, very tough out at home. This should be a night where this team wins handily, and Hit Kil- Gilchrist could factor into this scoring in a big way uh, across the board for $5,200. He looks like a really good play on my mind, Dan. Your thoughts about him, and then you can take us down into that sub-5,000 range to highlight any other value plays that you see down there before I give my opinion as well.
2: Well, like you said, Kid Gilchrist is a really favorable matchup. Uh, last time they played Brooklyn, he came up with 37 Fanduel points, so he really took advantage of the matchup there. Um, he also got 35 minutes in that game, which is a bit over his average. Um, so I think Kid Gilchrist certainly is is an attractive pick as well. Um, another guy who you can you can not be too worried about taking him over Harrison Barnes. So I think that's a good mention there.
1: And then let's take it into the sub five thousand range, Dan. I'll start it off by Boyan Bogdanovich uh, for Brooklyn on the other side of that. Uh, what I think is could be a lopsided game, but Bogdanovich in, in uh, six of his last seven starts has reached double figures in points. He's a big man too, collecting his share of rebounds. So for that low price tag, he's going to give you value in Fanduel play. I think tonight. Uh, are there any other plays in that range that you might like in the sub five thousand for value or tournament plays?
2: Well, I got to say, Evan Turner um especially if Lillard is out you got to think Turner is a must play um he he's he's been getting a lot of the ball handling responsibility in Portland mostly because the defenses are just uh swarming Lillard um so the ball ends up in Turner's hands a lot and and once once he sees that that's the case once he sees that his guys are covered he he just puts his head down and he takes it right to the basket so um He's been playing pretty well over his last few games, and uh, had some clutch plays the other night I was watching him, was really getting the job done for the Blazers, um, but the thing is, he's a bit up and down too, He in his last FanDuel game he had 14 points, and then 32 in the game before that, and then back to 11, and then up to 31, so he's a bit of an up and down guy, but uh, I, it looks like tonight he's expected to be a starter, and that should that should help him uh, help his numbers a bit. And then, again, the most important factor on selecting Evan Turner is probably whether or not Damian Lillard is in the lineup. So Evan Turner at 4,800 could be, potentially I see him as being the value pick of the night. And um, yeah,
1: I was Go gonna, I was going to say Sam Decker. Don't fall in love with this guy, folks. When you look down the Fanduel slate, his average Fanduel points per game is fourteen point eight. But now Ryan Anderson's back in the mix, and he's expected to take the lion's share of the minutes at this position. So I think that. Price tag is pretty accurate, and I think it's a stay away for me uh, in terms of don't being not being fooled by the the stats on the season and being aware of the current situation. Decker doesn't look like a go to option, given that Anderson will be filling in that spot big time. Yeah. yeah,
2: and another guy in similar status as that of as somebody who's been a go to guy previously and may not be that right now is Maurice Harkless who was drawing the starts for Portland he was playing pretty well averaging 20.5 fan duel points a game but then he went down with an injury and and hasn't really got back to his old self and and then he's he hasn't been drawing the starts or and he's not not projected to be a starter tonight either so um, that's another guy who you might want might be attracted to based on his average fan duel points but might not be the best pick.
1: And I mean, the guy that I mentioned does sub in for Anderson, but it's usually at the power forward spot. That's what we'll talk about next, Dan, where Anderson is actually listed in that power forward. And one of uh, six guys that are above the $5,200 mark, $5,000 mark, let's say. And uh, let's take a look at all of them in, in uh, the first segment on the power forwards, beginning with Sergi Ibaka, the subject of a heck of a lot of trade rumors. He's the top power forward on the board, priced only at $5,900. So you better get these right. And uh, if there's any disparity, you need to be on the right horse in this race.
2: Well, the thing with Ibaka, this guy drives me nuts, because if you look at his FanDuel history, last game he came up with 8.4 FanDuel points. I mean I don't I don't understand that because the game two games before that he came up with 40 FanDuel points and 36 before that then 21 and then before that 7.5 so I really don't know what goes on with this guy he goes absolutely missing uh about once every 5 games and then and then in between there he comes up with some monster nights so he's a really really tough call he's he's one of those guys you would expect to be having 30 40 FanDuel points pretty much Every game but then you know I, as it has been for me that the one or two times I have picked him in my lineup it's been those bust bust nights so the thing is with Ibaka $5,900 is a fair price tag for that kind of uh risk that you're taking on but uh he's just uh an anomaly to me I can't understand where what happens to him uh on the on these really off nights but anyway uh on a night like tonight It's tough not to put him in your lineup. I think he's probably still, given what I've just mentioned, I think he's still one of your, your most reliable choices at the power forward.
1: Yeah, and that's because uh, even the next man up, Dirk Nowitzki, he's got name recognition, of course, but he's just not getting the minutes and the run that some of these other guys are, and he's still the second best option at $5,400. I already spoke about Ryan Anderson. To me, he looks like a go-to option, but even he, he plays second fiddle to Harden in that offense, maybe in the third fiddle, when you're talking about the depth of, of alternatives. So Uh, the pickings are a little thin here Dan in this $5,000 range what do you think about the guys that I mentioned and any other guys in that top group of six guys
2: well other guys a couple other guys that I would look at uh, most um, I would look most be interested in are Marvin Williams and Trevor Booker Marvin Williams has come up with some really big games lately um, playing above his average of, of 21 FanDuel points per game he came up with a big night the other night where he had 38 FanDuel points um, and, and then around, around his average for a few games there, but then before that, he's been above it for another couple of games. So I think Marvin Williams, especially against the Brooklyn team with a subpar defense, um, Williams might be one of those guys who who takes advantage of that and just has a, has a fun time out there on the court tonight. And another guy, Trevor Booker, if you're going to p- pick anybody from Brooklyn, he's he's pretty much one of the guys... They're they're one of their most steady players other than Brooke Lopez. Trevor Booker is out there getting ten rebounds a game more or less. Um, ten points, ten rebounds kind of guy maybe he gets a block in there and a steal so i think trevor booker is a pretty solid bet one of your most solid bets at the power forward tonight i would say
1: yeah that below below that group there's only three guys that are priced above the minimum so let's spend a little bit of time talking about frank kaminsky Montrez harrell and dwight powell uh who's your favorite in that trio and uh can you say a little something about uh, about them
2: well frank kaminsky has been drawing the starts for charlotte um he's got a tough matchup with brooke lopez but Still, given the 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 skill level of the opponent overall, the team Kaminsky, it might be a night where the coach lets Kaminsky um, get some some added run and just you know get some more NBA minutes under his belt and and just you know get, have a chance to to uh, explore his game a bit. So he, he's come up with some pretty good nights in his last two games: twenty one and then thirty nine Fanduel points before that. But before that, he's been around averaging maybe around 15 Fanduel points so i mean for the price kaminsky's a pretty good choice especially since he's drawing the start um so you know he's going to get out there and get some some minutes and some action early but other than kaminsky i mean i don't really see anybody that i'm going to pick uh below that in this position i mean who else could you really look at noah vonley maybe for portland he's been drawing the starts but he hasn't been doing too much with them uh myers leonard from portland Again, uh he gets spotted minutes here and there, but nothing consistent and uh and no real consistent production. So I mean at this at this position I think you've got to stay above the five five thousand dollar uh price tag. This is one position where I think you're kinda of stuck up there, hard to go below.
1: Exactly. I agree with you. I was starting to look at the list of thirty five hundred and I mean other than some guys like names that I recognize, Luis Cola and others like that, uh down there. Quincy Acey's injured uh, Ed Davis has had a bit of a run sometimes at Portland, but none of them is doing anything of late so I'd stay off that group completely I agree I concur at the center position Dan the pickings are similarly slim but let's go to the top of the board over there and take a look at the top three options price a little bit higher actually Brooke Lopez 7600 Nikola Vucevic 6900 and Mason Plumley at 6400 where are you putting your money on tonight
2: well i mean everybody knows Brook lopez is is pretty much the uh the linchpin of brooklyn's game right now and they're gonna flow most of their offense through him also he's their main anchor on defense so the 7600 hundred dollar price tag is is pretty reasonable for lopez but the thing there is you never know when he's gonna sit out for rest too so that's another added bit of risk with with brooke and uh at this point during the day uh there's been there's been no news of any such thing but i mean um what what i think is i'm not i don't think i'm gonna miss brooke lopez in my lineup tonight i don't i don't feel the need to to put him in even though he's at the top of the board by a 700 hundred dollar difference over the next guy i think uh i mean unless he's gonna come up with a 50 point night then then you would really be upset you missed him but I think he's going up against a pretty tough defense in Charlotte playing in Charlotte I don't see him having a massive night so I'm looking a little below him I I, I like the odds on a guy like Mason Plumley a little bit better Um, Plumley can affect the game uh, in the points and and rebounds column for sure but also he gets a good number of assists in there and he's he's an active guy too picking up steals and blocking shots so I like Mason Plumley tonight at the center position personally
1: yeah, I'm going to suggest that Nikola Vucevic will be my pick just because he seems to be consistently above that 30 mark more often than not. In fact, it, right at his average of 32.1 points per fan dual game. So I might go right in the middle. Let's, I go with my rule of three and I pick the middle option. That's just a thing that I do in all aspects of my life in terms of price points. So I'll stick with that and go with it tonight in in the FanDuel plays here. Well, drop down into the 5,400 range. Cody Zeller, a game-time call with a quadriceps injury. Nene Hilario uh, is a game-time with a groin injury tonight. So those are two of the next three options in the price table. In between them, Clint Capella might have some appeal. So why don't you take us through those three guys and maybe go down the list and see if there's anybody above the minimums that you like in this group, Dan.
2: Well, I think uh, Cody Zeller is an interesting uh, choice there tonight because if he does end up playing, which I, I think he might, I, I've heard some rumblings that he may be ready to go. So that's something you're going to have to keep an eye on. If he's back in the game, he's he's not a bad choice at center for fifty four hundred dollars. Um, he he can certainly fill it up on the points and rebounds columns. But uh, then if we're looking at a more sure sure pick there in terms of his ready to go. Clint Capella's been pretty solid for Houston lately. Um, he's going to need to bring it against the big front court in Orlando. Um, but Capella's been over averaging about 25, 26 FanDuel points per game over his last um, six games or so. And uh, even with a big 36-point night in there against uh, against Atlanta with with uh, big guy Dwight Howard in the middle there. So Capella's up to the task um, of playing against uh, playing against big uh, opponents, so I think for fifty one hundred dollars, if you need to save some money at the center position, uh, Capel is about as low as you probably want to go here. Miles um, Plumley, uh, new addition to the Charlotte team. Unless this is uh, unless this game gets blow, blown wide open, I don't think you're going to see Plumley uh, have much of a big game. So I would not really look too much at him unless you're really counting on that game. Uh, going going uh going uh really in one direction um so so again, at the center position, I don't really think there's a good reason to go much below. Uh, Clint Capella at $5,100 here.
1: Yeah, so the, it'll be interesting to see the ownership on these guys, given that there's so few really viable options this evening, Dan. And with that, why don't we take a look and see what the optimizer spits out. Uh, it's our company's le- industry-leading tool that suggests a lineup based on all kinds of information about tonight's slate. So take us through it, Dan.
2: Well, the the uh, FanDuel lineup optimizer gives us Kemba Walker at the point, which I think we mentioned is kind of a, a must-pick tonight. Spencer Dinwiddie of Brooklyn at point guard. Um, I'm not crazy about that pick. I think you might as well, if that's the case, you might as well take Isaiah Whitehead, who is actually coming in cheaper than Dinwiddie by $200, but um, that's just my opinion. Then the lineup optimizer gives you James Harden at uh, shooting guard and Nick Batum so this this optimizer's fitting in three of the top guys here already with Walker, Harden and Batum um, which is probably the way you have to go on a night like tonight then it gives us Michael kidd at shooting at small forward and Aaron Gordon at small forward I'm not the biggest Aaron Gordon fan just because of for the same reason, the lineup optimizer gives us Serge Ibaka two in the next position at power forward. So Aaron Gordon and Serge Ibaka, two guys on Orlando who I just find are are way too up and down and you never know which game they're going to bring. Are they going to bring their a game or are they going to just vanish into, into thin air? So, I mean, those are tough gambles there. Um, but anyway, then the optimizer goes on to give us Frank Kaminsky at power forward and Nikola Vucevic at center. So I think this is a pretty solid lineup here by the optimizer. If we make a couple adjustments, like I said, maybe switch Isaiah Whitehead for Spencer Dinwiddie and, and maybe see if you could do something about either one of Abaka or Gordon. So you're not dealing with two guys who could go missing on you.
1: Yeah, this is a very Orlando-heavy lineup. But considering they're on the road against Houston, I think that they're in for a tough night. I, I would say that uh, switching off the Orlando picks is a really good idea from where the on, uh, the optimizer has put us, Dan. So we'll remind our listeners: don't forget to check back with RotoWire starting lineups on the NBA tab. We also do lineup sweeps and checks all day long at RotoWire. So you make sure that your players are good to go. It's really important tonight, and it's important in all the daily games right up to tip-off. Dan, any final? Filing- Final comments before we close this thing for another week. Well, just as you mentioned, yeah,
2: tonight's one of those nights where if you're if you're putting in a lineup, you you gotta be right up on on uh, top of the news um, about an hour before the games, half an hour before the games to give yourself enough time to to sit there and adjust if it comes to it. Because a guy like Damian Lillard being in action could make a big difference. Same with a guy like Cody Zeller uh, could affect your choice on Kaminsky. So there's a few. Um, big uh big maybes there tonight so you gotta you gotta stay up on that uh stay up on the news tonight check RoadWire.com. uh they're pretty pretty good about refreshing those lineups pretty much instantly as soon as news comes out so um, 15, 20, 30 minutes before the tip off, hit refresh on that lineups page and see what it shows.
1: Excellent advice. So, there you go, everybody. Have a look at FanDuel and enjoy all the fun and games on their menu of options. We hope we've given you some good ideas. For Dan Bruno, who you can follow at Official, I'm Paul Bruno, and I'm reminding you to follow me at SatsMan22. Good luck with your FanDuel plays to all our listeners from RotoWire.